Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Intuitive Engineer Podcast, where we divinely create the life we love by gracefully loving our well-being. Let's glow. Hello, and welcome back to Thai Podcast Season 2. Happy 2020, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed the holidays. I know I did, and I indulged a little too much with the goodies that come along with holidays. (laughs) But I feel like that's what the holidays are all about, right? Is indulging and being merry and just being happy with your family and all the goodies that come along with it. So uh, I did struggle a little bit with some mixed feelings during the holidays, but we will talk about that a little later. I just wanted to say how grateful I am to be able to have this platform to share with all of you my thoughts and the things that I value. And I really hope that you guys get some value out of this podcast too. And looking back at 2019 when I first started this podcast, I had no idea the effect it would have on me and my listeners. And I honestly just wanted to start speaking and I thought this is a perfect way to just start talking and bring value to others without going live on Facebook or Instagram. And I couldn't believe the people that I had on the podcast that agreed to be interviewed by me and how honored they were to share their stories on the podcast. And I still giggle because I'm like, I did that. I put myself out there and stepped out of my comfort zone and things started to come into fruition. It was definitely a step in the right direction and even though it wasn't the best, I started. I said what I wanted to do and I did it. I go back and I listen to the first season and I hear myself saying, that's awesome, I love it, (laughs) like a hundred times an episode. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I can't listen to it too long. But I'm still so proud of it. And I took what was supposed to be a short break from the podcast to get ready for my daughter's graduation and enjoy all of the end of the year things with my girls. But life took a different route than I had imagined and I ended up taking a long break. (laughs) At the time, I was thinking, I need to record. I need to put something out. But my soul was like, slow down. Take your time. It was time for me to heal. To take advantage of healing and process what was happening in my life and to adjust to the changes and be there for my family. So you're all probably wondering, what changes? (laughs) What happened, Max? Oh my goodness, so much was happening last year. Um, My husband and I decided to separate at the beginning of the summer last year, and we're still getting things finalized, so It's been a pretty difficult time for our family. Everyone is good and doing surprisingly well considering what's happening. 
and I really wanted it that way. I wanted things to go as smoothly as possible without any tension or negativity. I wanted nothing but peace during this transition, especially for my kids because I know how difficult divorce can be for children and I wanted to make sure their needs were being met, that they were okay mentally and emotionally. I would talk to them about it and let them express how they felt about it. Of course, everyone was sad, but I think for the older kids, they understood and I had to kind of make things exciting for the little ones. I don't know if that's the right approach. I don't know. I didn't, you know, seek out how to handle the situation with the little ones, but they're so mature for their age and I feel like they understand a little bit too. No one can truly understand what someone is going through. I feel like we all live different lives within the walls of our own homes that the world never gets to see. And that's beautiful. It's peaceful. It has definitely been an emotional roller coaster for me. So I just couldn't get out of my feelings long enough to start recording. As much as I wanted peace, there was so much resentment built up that I would think of why this was ending and I would get so angry and all the pain from the past would surface and I would lose it at work, at the store, while I was driving, at home, I would run to the bathroom or my room so my family wouldn't see me falling apart. The details that I'm going to share is my story and how I came to making one of the hardest decisions of my life and what I've been doing to move forward. For a long time, I felt neglected, unseen. I felt rejected, unworthy, ugly, hopeless. I started to just eat my feelings. I wasn't confident and it really messed up my head, which in the end just wore me out. In the end, I had no more to give. I felt like I kept giving of myself and I was not being received for who I truly was. I felt like I was only being seen when it was a benefit to him. I would think he calls me beautiful, but I don't feel it. I used to think it was just me and something was wrong with me. I need to lose weight. Is it my stretch marks? Is it the way I look? And going through pregnancies and how a woman's body changes, we never know what's really going on with us in our heads. So I thought, maybe I need help. I'll go get help. I'll go get counseling, get on medication, but nothing really changed. There was still this disconnect between us that I knew I was never going to win that battle. Whatever is keeping his heart from me 
it's way too strong for me to compete with. But I tried, I tried so many things and I tried to change so many things about myself and be so many things that I forgot who the hell I was. I forgot what a badass I was. I forgot that I got pregnant at 16 and still went to school and worked just so I wouldn't be a statistic. I forgot I continued to go to school after I had my son and work just to give him what he needed. I forgot I had babies naturally. I forgot that when it was time for me to go to work to help my family, I did what I had to do. But that emotional and physical connection that I needed from my husband was not always there. And I let that get me down. I would shrink. I would self-sabotage. At times I would turn to different substances. I would get myself into situations that I would never do in my right mind. It was a cry for help. I felt like I was in desperate need of attention and love and I turned to substances and toxic people because I was so lost. I lost control so many times. And I know people were looking at me like, dang, she's wilding out. She's crazy. (laughs) But the real ones knew what was going on. They knew what I was going through, but only I could change those circumstances. And I chose to stay. I chose to endure until I couldn't fight anymore. And during the first half of our marriage, I have never felt so alone in my life. I quickly learned about panic attacks and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. I just felt like I was putting all of my energy into my husband and I wasn't getting the same energy back. Honestly, talking about all of this just brings up old emotions, but I'm not in that space anymore. I'm always trying to stay positive. And it really took me a lot to realize You can't make anyone love you. You can't make anyone see the value in you. And I told my daughter and my niece that I felt like I was given a gift, which was my self-worth. And I gave this precious gift to Kevin (laughs) and he just put it in the closet and he let it sit there. And I was looking at him like, why aren't you taking care of this gift that I gave you? You're just letting it sit there and and get dusty and, you know, get kicked around. And then I realized it's not his responsibility to take care of my gift. It's mine. I need to take care of it. I need to love and cherish it so it continues to grow and shine and be the biggest gift that I've ever seen. So that's what I'm doing. Slowly but surely, I'm picking up the scraps that have been misplaced during the years. And I got nothing but love for Kev. Like, I thank him for the experience that we've had because it has brought me to where I am today. I am in my element and I am growing and I am creating as I heal. And I don't want to make it sound like the last 20 years were hell, but... I just wanted to invite you into the mind of a mentally and emotionally exhausted wife and mother. I was young, 
we were young. Honestly, we never had the greatest examples to go off of as far as making a successful marriage work. We knew we had a lot of love for each other and our kids, and we tried our best to make things work. I feel like we've come up with a great way to co-parent and exist in the same space where we can all be together, but still be on our own path and still love our kids the same way we always have. And I wish him the best and he knows that. I'll always have his back and respect him for the person that he is, for the father that he is to our kids. I'm glad we left things on good terms, but I have to remind myself why I am doing this in the first place, or I'll just end up in the same cycle that I've been in for the last 20 years. But I'm ready for the next step and I'm excited for this next chapter in my life. And I don't know what God has in store for me and my family, but I know it's all great things. I'm ready to rise to the occasion and bring others with me that are seeking fulfillment in their life. I'm just starting my journey, but I feel like this is a part of my purpose. Everything that has happened to me was all part of the plan. Even though some of the past sucked and it hurt, a lot of it was beautiful and I have truly been blessed. I know that and I'm grateful. <laughs> the fire that I had to walk through was meant for me, but I am not supposed to sit in it and go up in flames in it. I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. I rise. Rising from the ashes. And when you have been through the fire and you rise from the ashes, you become a light. A brand new being of a light like a phoenix. The symbolism of a phoenix is rebirth. Some say the phoenix would live for several hundreds of years and then throw itself into the fire and rise from the ashes as a new phoenix. And that's what I feel like. I know I haven't lived for several hundreds of years, but I feel like I've been through a lot in my 37 years of life to know as much as I do through the experiences that I've had. And I'm capable to help others along the path to healing and self-love. I'm grateful for every experience that I've encountered. I wouldn't be who I am today without them. And it's crazy because when I decided this, it was like, enough is enough. I felt like God was telling me, you're done. You've completed your mission. This was what you were supposed to do. Get your family to where they are right now. And now it's time to go to the next level. And that gave me so much peace along with other confirmations that happened during this transition. But it was not easy. My heart would literally ache at times and I felt like I couldn't get back up. Like I just wanted to crumble to the ground and not get back up. But I did. And I would get up again and again until I started smiling again. <laughs> until I started laughing without crying immediately afterwards. I started to sing and dance and really just feel it. And although I still have a lot of healing to do because that was a lot of emotional and mental trauma that I endured, I still have so much love in my heart and I'm still so hopeful for my future. 
I don't have any hate for anyone. I've been awakened to who I am and who I'm becoming. And I will continue to heal and enjoy getting to know myself again. And it just really excites me. (laughs) So that's what I've been up to. And I know I told y'all I was going to tell you what I've been doing also to move forward. So let's get into that real quick. I have a few things. The first thing I put on here is... I listened to uplifting podcasts, so the ones that made me feel empowered were The Brendan Show with Brendan Burchard, Your Daily Revolution with my coach, Sitem Mangali, and he was actually my first interviewee, so check out season one, episode two, two, yeah. Rise Podcast with Rachel Hollis, The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes, Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu, and yeah, that's just a few that I wanted to name that I listened to. And the second one, I would listen to women empowering music um, songs like Lizzo, <laughs> Lizzo, uh, Truth Hurts, and Good as Hell. I lo- those were my songs. Those were my go-to's. And um, Ariana Grande like her whole thank you next album and and sweetener too (laughs) uh beyonce literally anything depending on the mood you know she had one for every mood and i feel like more and more women are stepping into their power and standing up for themselves and women in general and i just have so much appreciation for that for them uh the third one i would meditate so i would look up on youtube and just type in meditation music i like the guided meditation because my mind wanders and it's hard to relax sometimes so i like when somebody's telling me to breathe in and breathe out (laughs) and think of this and do this and that so um the fourth one, I I recently got new bathroom stuff, like a whole bathroom set, and I got a new bed, I got a new bed set, so I think it's important that you clear your space, clear your space when you're healing, and make it your own, make it comfortable, make it how you, how you want it, you know? Um, it doesn't have to be expensive or crazy. Just add little things here and there that just make you happy, just light you up. So that's what I did. And the fifth one, I have journaling. So I didn't have a particular journal that I would write in, but I would always write down my thoughts in different, (laughs) different books and, on Evernote. If I didn't have my book with me, I would do it on my phone, on the Evernote app or Notepad app. So yeah, that's just a few things that helped me get through the tough times and and still help me. I definitely had some crying sessions and some one-on-one calls with people that I love and trust and they have definitely helped me with this 
uh, transition. So I love all of you and they know who they are. So I just wanted to share that with you guys going into season two. That's what I've been doing and um, I'm just really excited for this year and to see what this year brings. And I would love to hear your thoughts on healing and if you've ever had to go through something painful, which a lot of us have, (laughs) I'd love to hear your process of healing or if you'd like to just talk, I'd love that too. Just know that all of you are beautifully and wonderfully made. We all have a purpose here on this earth and we are all connected. We need to love each other, forgive each other. That was a huge one for me. I, I used to say, how can I forgive if it's still happening? And my answer to that is you have to walk away when it's time. Walk away, forgive, and send love and light to whomever has hurt you. And that's the only way to really move forward. And if I want to live in integrity and bring value to all of you, I must live in alignment of what I speak. I hope you all continue to tune into the season. And I thank you for all your love and support. So let's start this decade off powerfully and I'll see you in the next episode. Let's glow.